everybody. Welcome to another episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian. This is Ben. Oh, yeah, that's the part where I say I'm Ben. Yep. I'm Ben. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm a little nervous about later. How are you doing? I am, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty well, you know, enjoying this, uh, unseasonably warm, uh, February weather we're having. I'm doing the opposite. I love it when it's cold because we can open our windows, let all the cold in, and not use the air conditioner. But now we, our AC, I've mentioned before, is kind of bad. And if it's really hot, it now works because, uh, well, delayed happy or belated happy hour, I figured out that it has a filter and I cleaned it and it worked. So it works in hot weather. We don't need it in cold weather, but in in between weather, it's warm in here, but if we use it, it freezes. Like, a, like it, there's actually ice inside of it, and it drips outside. That is quite the predicament. Yeah, so I, I want the cold. I'm used to, like, two or three months of cold. We had, like, two weeks of cold. Yeah, no. I, here, yeah, I'll do a little mini bummer patrol up top. I'm also uh, disappointed by the... Uh, truncated winter that we had it was like yeah it was kind of chilly for like three days that's what we got three days and i like i have i have a big coat that i have not worn for like two or three years because i haven't needed it oh oh Brad didn't even bragging, snow last year over here i see how it is mm-hmm. yeah no yeah i haven't had a coat in a couple of years and i don't feel like i need one it's like yeah we're done it's cold, not gonna be cold anymore not anymore not till we get our ice age starring ray romano Yep, <laughs> we can we can get Ray on the podcast. Everybody loves that guy. Let's I'm get him. Old. Is he doing anything right now? Oh, Ben. Doing right now? Huh? Um, what is he doing right now? No, you know he had an HBO show that got canceled after one season, so I think he's free. I think we could easily get him. We'll have a third co-host. Yep, <laughs> happy cast with Ben and Brian and Ray Romano. But <laughs> why not just Ray? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. He's one of those guys where I don't think of, like, it seems weird. It's like, I think of him, and I think of the whole name. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Ray Romano. Just like my uh, best friend in in, uh, kindergarten was Tony Guy. And I always called him Tony Guy. He was never Tony. Like, hey, Tony, what's up? No. Tony Guy. That's because his last name is Guy. So you're like, oh, yeah, it's that Tony Guy over there. Yeah, so, so, you know, Romano, that's like... uh, that's just like an Italian guy, right? The Italian word for guy is Romano, like someone from Rome. Uh, sure, yeah, let's go with that. I believe it. I guess I'll believe it. Oh, Ben, here's some, I've got some exciting breaking news for you. <clears throat> Headline, Atlanta traffic among worst in the world. How do you feel about that? Do you agree with that? I uh, fr- From the places I've been to, yes. Uh, yes. We, I think we were trying to travel through, not even into Atlanta, and we got stopped in a traffic jam where no one was ever moving. Mm-hmm. No yep, stoplights in sight or road work or accidents. I don't know what it was. But then you we know, got to move yeah, people, again. Yeah, people just stop driving sometimes. I feel like I'm imagining it, but I think on at least one of our three trips down to Orlando through Atlanta that a helicopter landed on the freeway. But maybe I dreamed that. <laughs> that might have been a movie. Who knows? I feel like there was an accident and a fire and then a helicopter was like on one of the sides that wasn't our side, but we were stopped anyway. I don't know. I'll need either uh, the new today or Megan to try to confirm that. It seems uh, unlikely, but not impossible. That's how I like to live it's my definitely life. Definitely in the realm of possibility, I would say. 
All right. Well, let's uh, get the show going and move forward to uh, some happy hours. It's Happy Hour is the part of the show where we talk about the thing that's making us happy for the week. Ben, what's oh, your yes. happy hour? Well, I'm going to play my version of Press Your Luck. That's that game show with the big money, no whammies. Now, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the, is that the one that that guy, like there was the big scandal where he figured out the pattern and won all that money? Yes, yes. Uh, I consider it cheating. Some do not consider it cheating. But I guess it depends if you count counting cards as cheating or not. It's kind of against the spirit of the game, even if it's not like written specifically in the rules. Mm. But they fixed it after that guy, and he's he was a big scammer overall, and then died at some point from scamming. I think I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, this it's like I'm playing press your luck. I have something here. I don't know if it will be a big money happy hour or a whammy bummer patrol. <clears throat> okay, what do you have? I have some Lay's chips, and the flavor is Southern Biscuits and Gravy. Okay, uh, all right. Well, I, as, a, as a Southerner, uh, we do tend to eat biscuits and gravy. So, uh, In fact, uh, I actually ate some just this morning in preparation for this, so that we all know, does it actually taste like biscuits and gravy? Mm, so you have a fresh point of comparison. You know what you're talking about. I mean, in between, I have the palate cleanser of several chocolate mini donuts. But I don't think that'll okay, fix it right. too badly. <laughs> uh, so you're, are you gonna you're gonna eat them live on the show, and it's gonna be either happy hour or bummer patrol? We don't know. Yes. Well, you'll find out if my happy hour isn't these chips. Probably. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, it is a 2015 winner of the Do Us a Flavor contest. Oh yeah, you're right. They they have been on a tear of uh, weird novelty chip flavors. I think a couple of years ago they had sriracha and chicken waffles. Oh, I need to wait. Was that all one flavor or two different flavors? It was, that was two different flavors. It okay, was good. Sriracha and chicken and waffles. I want to no. try chicken and waffles. That's another food I've been eating recently. All right, I chicken and it up. waffles. It doesn't smell like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> okay. I, it smells kind of like Lay's, but I don't know. A little bit different. Now, are, now are we sure that they're Southern-style biscuits? I mean, maybe uh, maybe they're like British biscuits, which are just cookies. So cookies <laughs> and gravy? Cookies and brown gravy. Now, the picture the picture does show like some nice flaky biscuits with some chunky white gravy on top of it. And some chips oh, okay, are next okay. to that. Okay, that's fair. Then. Not All dipped right, in. So, it's not like British style uh, biscuits and gravy, which uh, British bi biscuits are cookies, and then uh, they call milk gravy. So milk and cookies. <laughs> that that I'm pretty might sure be that's good. <laughs> oh, I, I love cow gravy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try one. I'm gonna pull one out. This before I eat this, I will say that I we were walking to the checkout at the store. I picked up some Cheetos to eat because I thought if I get Cheetos, I'm less likely to eat them fast because if I eat a few. I start to feel sick. Hmm. So it's a good in-between snack if I can have a little bit at a time. But then I saw these, and she begged me r so much not to buy these instead. <laughs> I did not listen. <laughs> you, made, you're, you made a spiteful purchase? I did. It's it's kind of smells like biscuits and gravy. <clears throat> Let's see. Hmm. How, how's the how's the mouth feel? Does it feel like biscuits and gravy? Mm, no. 
Let me try one more. Maybe it tastes like biscuits and gravy. I don't know how they figure out. Do they just mash up biscuits and gravy and put them in the mix? Mm. I think I don't like this kind of gravy. Oh, is that it? It's not <laughs> the right kind of gravy. <laughs> so uh, it should be it should be labeled biscuits and the wrong kind of gravy. The to me maybe I'm I, I everyone knows that listen to this which is like the same few people over the last seven years that I have mm -hmm. weird tastes. Yes. I yes. feel like it tastes like it's too peppery. Is pepper in gravy? Uh, yeah, no, there, there's definitely pepper in some gravy. I feel like it's too peppery. Uh, you know what? Okay, I've definitely had homemade biscuits and gravy that was too peppery. So, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're onto something. So, ha sounds like a happy hour to me. Well, it's definitely not Bummer Patrol, but I don't think I really want to finish eating them. Hmm. But they okay, aren't, well, like, vomit-inducingly terrible. Although I do wish I still had some mini donuts left. The palate cleansers. I guess I'll have to go with something else then. Okay, well, that uh, <laughs> so it's going to end up being either a happy hour or a bummer patrol? Yeah. It's Very a... anticlimactic. <laughs> it is. It is, but at least people got to hear me crunch live on air. That's true. <clears throat> That's People love hearing other people eat on podcasts. That's what <laughs> they, I'm told. They do. Uh, my happy hour then... All right, should I go video game related or game show related mm, how about video game show oh oh like a nick arcade oh yeah i haven't thought about nick arcade in forever i've always ah man that was my childhood dream to be on nick arcade now uh, when people were in front of the green screen having to hop over things that didn't exist to try to like get through a level that was that was a great show that was great and then also i would uh i don't know as a as a child, I would be very frustrated watching other kids play video games not not very well. It's like, come on, you're not doing it right. Just get the get the power up. Get the power. Ah, oh, come on. I know. It was. I I used to wake up early to try to watch that and then get in trouble for being up early. It's weird. If uh, you think like uh, like a Nickelodeon executive like walked into a board meeting one day, it's like you know what the kids love is watching other people play video games poorly. Yeah, exactly. And or answering I trivia questions. Or you could uh, maybe it could be like a board game video game. Like I had a uh, version of Monopoly on the Super Nintendo growing up that was okay. It uh, it's the only reason I know the actual rules of Monopoly. How about a board game game show? Yeah, sure. Board game game show like uh, like uh, Jumanji. Can we turn Jumanji into a game show? I, I don't know. There already is a Monopoly game show. Is there? Like currently? Uh, sort of currently. All right. So. For, I'm just going to go with game show stuff. So first off, my happy hour is something I discovered recently called Buzzer without the E, because that's what mm. the internet does. Yeah, the internet's very anti-E, apparently. It, it seems to be a... Uh, which is weird, because we have email. So why are the E's out of everything else? E's like the internet we, thing. eBay. We, we, <laughs> well, the, there was a big e, e shortage. Like, all the early internet oh. things had the E's. Is and that then... what the dot-com bubble is? Yeah, exactly. And then and then we ran out of ease and we had to switch over to other vowels. That's why you have like your iPhones and iPods. Oh. They didn't learn their lesson. And then we ran out of eyes and now it's like, all right, no more vowels. That's the new internet thing. No vowels at all. None at all. Well, I guess this is this follows that then. It's buzzer. 
Uh, they're online some, but they're also a TV channel that some places have been buying up. Like, I guess you could just decide, or a channel decides, we want to have one of these on our channel listings. Mm-hmm. Our area does not have it. Aww. I wish it did. Uh, it seems to be like Game Show Network used to be, where they would only play old game shows before they have like the new newlywed game and all this other crap I don't care for. They were, uh, so... We found accidentally while watching game shows online uh, on one of their, I think, official channels, uh, an almost eight hour video that is just old game shows. They're all different ones all in a row. And it's, it shuffles them up. It's really it was it was nice and long. We watched it over the course of three or four days. <laughs> Wait. And so is it just a YouTube channel? No, they just post some on their YouTube channels. So people will find them, I think. Okay. Huh. And it's called Buzz Buzzar. Yeah, Buzzar. And they have they have a couple different YouTube channels. I I think they're both official, but I'm not really sure. Either way, I wish we had it because I would have cable just for this. But until then, we'll just keep watching old episodes of Supermarket Sweep, or like Password online. Continue, By the way, continue. Supermarket Sweep is difficult when a lot of those things don't exist anymore. Oh, and yeah. Inflation. I didn't think about that. Yeah, inflation. Yeah, that's true. Both of those has made it very difficult. We watched uh, <laughs> Let's Make a Deal, and they had to guess the prices of, like, uh, this can of soda, 25 cents. This dinner was, like, 50 cents. I remember when you can get a can of soda for 25 cents. That wasn't that long ago. I don't know. It was hard to guess, though, because we didn't know what, ep- what year the episode came out. Well, uh, we've been watching a lot of those, and there's one called Double Dare, which is not what you're probably thinking it is. You may remember a Double Dare that was on Nickelodeon. Oh, hosted by Mark Summers, of course. Yes, Mark Summers Sanders. Yep, Mark Summers Sanders, and the it, Olympic it, swimmer. <laughs> and, and she also hosts a Nickelodeon game show, though. Yeah, and, she did uh, figure it out. The best one. Uh, well, figure it out is a lot like some of the old ones that were in the... It's like game shows from the early 60s. Uh, to Tell the Truth, What's My Line, and... One other one. I, I, I've got a secret. Yeah, those is that three. a game show? Yeah, those three. Is that actually it? Because I was... That I, is. That sounded right, but I don't think I've actually seen that. That is okay, right. Cool. So we got to watch one of each of those. Uh, that was pretty difficult because we didn't know who anyone was, really, of the celebrities who were on. Oh, man. It, it wasn't like like classic Hollywood celebrities of the golden age where it's like, today's guest, uh, John Wayne. Harpo Marx and I don't I don't know third guy I, um, <laughs> let's go with uh, uh, Ronald Reagan or that yes he I know future, he is on one of those I think he was on What's My Line future president Ronald Reagan and uh, what's weird about What's My Line is like they have to actually sign on a chalkboard what their name is before they go sit down I, I didn't understand huh. that anyway I got off track I was about Double Dare. Double Dare, it is not the silly, like, family stunts for money show that was on Nickelodeon. It was a game show hosted by Alex Trebek. And, uh, what? A not Jeopardy one. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like a trivia game show. Uh, so pretty much what happens is you, there are like, two different rounds. There's one where you have the contestant, and there's a board of eight clues, and he doesn't know what they are. He has to pick a number, and it will give a clue. And he knows what the answer is, too. The answer could be like Mississippi River or Aristotle or some celebrity or something. 
And then there are three people called the spoilers. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. Cover your ears. Children. Well, these three are all in a soundproof booth because they were all about the soundproof booths in the 80s and 90s. And uh, they they all have doctorates. None of them can hear each other. And the contestant has to randomly pick a clue, see what it is, and think, uh, can I stump the spoilers with this clue? All of them were accurate. Some were really easy. Like uh, Lizzie Borden, one of the clues was, in a poem, she gave her mother 40 wax. <laughs> so you do not want to give that one out. You, you want to pass. We only have four passes on a board of eight, so you have to hope that the spoilers don't get it. And then after that, there's a round where they're like a t the contestant and the challenger have to battle. They see a clue. They have to try to figure it out or you know not figure it out. Once one of them knows it, they'll answer correctly. The other guy can't hear them because they're both in their soundproof booths. Uh, and then they'll be like, okay, you got it right. Now, do you want to see the next clue and give it to him? And dare, and if he doesn't get it, then you get more money. And then you can double dare and try it another time with the next clue, which it gets e easier and easier. And then can you double dog dare? You, no, no dogs. It stops at Aww. double. But that one was pretty interesting. Uh, I've never seen Sale of the Century, which was kind of boring. I, didn't like, <laughs> I did not like Sale of the Century. Okay. Uh, let's see, Password, Super Password, and Password Plus. Those Ooh. were all good. They're great, great classic ones. Were there? Did you see any uh, Betty White episodes? Yes, uh, I think one or two of those were. There's one called on Body that. Language, which was just charades with the celebrity, basically. Okay. Okay. Charading with the stars. And then uh, we watched a win loser draw. It looked like it might have been the very first win loser draw, and it had uh, forgot his name, not Tom Selleck. The other one with a mustache. Tom Hanks. Oh, no. you're thinking about Sam Elliott. No, Kurt Russell. There we go. Kurt Russell. What? Kurt Russell is not known for having a mustache. I thought he did. Are you sure? Do I need to Google Kurt Russell's mustache? Yeah, please. Let's Google Kurt Russell's mustache. He had a very fun walrus mustache for uh, The Hateful Eight, but I'm not saying he's never had a mustache. I'm just saying when I think of Kurt Russell, I don't think of the mustache. I think of him wearing an eye patch. Because he's Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. Oh, yeah, he was. No, it's not Kurt Russell. Sorry, it is Burt Reynolds. There we go. I got oh, Burt, okay. Burt mixed up. Okay, yeah, no, Burt Reynolds is very well known for his mustache. Okay, yeah, I got Ert R. And I couldn't remember which Ert R it was. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it was his, and I did not know this. Have you ever, have you ever seen Win, Lose, or Draw? I might have, but I don't recall. That one is an older game show that is... Uh, Pictionary with the Stars. Ooh. <laughs> I like your alternate titles of these game shows. <laughs> They're all with the stars. Yeah, it's just Pictionary. You have one person and two celebrities on each team. Well, uh, one team, the guy team, it was uh, a young Jason Bateman and Kerr, no, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I forgot again. Burt Russell. And the set, they said, is actually based on Burt Reynolds' living room. For some reason. Weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then on the lady team, because I guess all the teams were split by gender, uh, there was one actress who I didn't know, and there was Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher's oh, mom. Of course, Debbie Reynolds. So it was Reynolds versus Reynolds. And uh, one of the things that Debbie Reynolds had to draw was Carrie Fisher. Oh. So she drew the... a little Princess Leia, like yeah. uh, the buns and everything up there. That's what I would have thought, yeah. 
So that show was interesting to watch. But then, well, that's just, uh, that's interesting, man. I'm gonna actually look into that. That episode, yeah. It was a it was a pretty interesting one. Uh, Jason Bateman was not great at drawing or guessing, though. Uh, we then found a game show called Monopoly, and I had to watch it because it sounded really stupid. Uh, I already knew there's one called Scrabble, <laughs> which is not really like Scrabble at all. Mm-hmm. It's more like you get some kind of like funny clue. If you ever did a crossword, it's like the clues are the ones that have question marks next to them. They're like funny wordplay or trying to trick you or something. And then you have to pick a letter and see if it's up there, kind of like Hangman, and then buzz in when you know it. Yes, and that's uh, Scrabble? That one's Scrabble. Monopoly, okay. there are three three players, a giant Monopoly board on the floor that lights up the different properties when you get to it. They <laughs> Great, start cool. off. You uh, dress no. up as a race car and a dog and a boot, right? No, you don't even get those. It, it's ah. almost nothing like Monopoly. I don't, I don't even know why it's called Monopoly. Well, uh, so it goes around the board starting on the very first property, skipping all the other spaces. Each property is one question, like everything on this side of the board. The answers will start with C. And they'll give kind of funny clues that I had a bunch of examples, but I've now forgot them. But it's kind of like punny clues or both words or synonyms for the correct answer. You have to kind of figure it out. I loved the questions in that show. Uh, If you got... All three of the properties, or all three of the questions right, you have a monopoly, which means you have extra money. If you only got two, but someone else got one, you have to go into a head-to-head to try to control the monopoly. And then it got to the end, and then there was this weird round where, like, they were all rolling dice and had to randomly get around the board in five turns without landing on these five different spaces. Which is hard to do if you think about how many spaces are on there, and you're rolling two dice each time to make it all the way around. It's almost impossible. It's so dumb. And then I saw there was one called Monopoly Millionaires Club, which Ooh. came out in the last couple years. It's been on TV. Uh, I think it said it was like sponsored by the Monopoly Millionaires Club lottery tickets I didn't know existed. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Well, in this one, uh, it was in Vegas, and I thought it was going to be kind of the same. But they picked someone from the audience who was a contestant and had just play random games. Like, your first game is Electric Company. Flip these switches and try not to make the light bulbs go too high to the top, top one because then you fail. And it was very disappointing. Uh, oh, yeah, there's also – have you ever seen Concentration? So that's, that's, I have – no, that's, that's the game where uh, there are the tiles on the floor and you flip them over and you have to match them, right? That's Concentration. Yeah, Boom. yeah, they have to match them and, like, their prizes that they're matching, basically. And underneath – there is I didn't know there, like there was a game piece. show. What? I didn't know there was a game show based on it. But... Oh. Well, yeah, underneath uh, each of the tiles, there's sort of like a rebus, like a picture riddle with like letters, like this plus this letter and this picture plus this picture. And it spells out some phrase or like name of something. And you have to figure it out, but it's hard because you're only uncovering it bits at a time. And that one was also hosted by Alex Trebek. But... Uh, I liked Concentration. That one's pretty good. But yeah, check out Buzzer. I have, I have an important question for you, Ben. Oh, yes. Buzzer. Oh, did you say did you get a question for me? Oh, I do. Uh, so the, the host of Jeopardy, Alec, Alex Trebek. Yes. Uh, is, is, is it? Okay. I've My entire life, I've not known for sure. 
Uh, I could have easily Googled this at any point. It's very weird that I've never seen his name written down, don't know for sure. Is it Alex Trebek with an X or Alec with a C, like Alec Baldwin? It's Alex with an X. Okay. I've been unsure for the past 29 years, and I will, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I would just switch back and forth between saying one and the other. Like, yeah, Al- Alex Trebek. <laughs> Actually, it's Alec Trebek's. Oh, see? That's a curveball. I would have never guessed that was the outcome. Oh, I just found out his name isn't even Alex. It's George. That's just a stage name? No, his middle name is Alexander. Oh, okay. There you but go. he's George Trebek. What a phony. If we're if we're uh, still talking about game shows, can I tell you about my all-time favorite game show? Yeah. It's, it's called Homonym, and it's the fake uh, game show on 30 Rock where... It's just the the host saying, "Okay, your word is meat," and then the contestant's like, "Okay, uh, it's like uh, two people run into each other." It's like, "Nope, it's the other one." All right. Oh yeah. Dare. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, like you're looking at something. It's like, nope, it's the other one. It's always the other one. Great. I like that one. I forgot about that game show, that fake game show. But... That fake game show. I would actually watch that though. I probably would too. There. Oh, oh man. There's one called Blockbusters. I liked this one. Has any, does anything to do with the video rental store? It did not, sadly. Aww. Uh, Blockbusters was hosted by some guy who hosts a lot of stuff. Uh, it's like you have a team of one versus a team of two. And like one, uh, the team of one has to get from top to bottom on the board. The team of two have to go left to right on the board. And uh, to make it fair, like to go up to or up and down, you only have to go four spaces. To go left to right, you only have to go five spaces. But the thing is, like, you answer questions on this board, and it fills in different spaces. So if you keep getting them right, you're kind of making a wall for the other player who's having a hard time having to, like, get so many right to go around your line to try to complete a, you know, all the way across the or up and down the board. So that one was pretty neat. And then, oh, Child's Play, that one was pretty stupid. That's the one where you have to not get murdered by the evil doll? That's what we thought, but that movie came out a couple years after Child's Play, the game show. Uh, it's sort of kids say the darndest things. Like there's a clue, and they had a a kid describe it, and you have to figure out what the kid's talking about. Just with how kids say things. Say say the darndest things. You Pretty much. That one was dumb, but it was interesting enough. Tic Tac Doe was really dumb. I do not recommend that one. But it's such a great name. How could it not be incredible? It's, they're just playing tic-tac-toe. They answer a question, pick an X or an O on the board. Hollywood Squares is a way better tic-tac-toe. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, Hollywood Squares, is that just tic-tac-toe with the stars? It is. <laughs> tic-tac-toe <laughs> with the stars. Episode title. Oh, speaking of with the stars, I've also been watching a modern oh, game man. show, Hollywood Game Night, hosted by Jane Lynch. I watched a little bit of that. It's weird. It's a very, very kind of like eclectic group of people they bring together for those. Like I saw one where it was uh, like director Kevin Smith and uh, like somebody from a sitcom. And there there was somebody who seems like they shouldn't have been there, like a, like a well-respected thespian. I don't know, like uh, Christopher Lee, but not dead. Something like that. <laughs> You mean like specifically Christopher Lee, but not dead, or like someone like him who isn't dead? like 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 yeah, some something in that general ballpark. Okay, 
Well, I watched one that was, uh, I think, all six celebrities were SNL people. So that one fit well. Uh, one of the episodes, the very first one actually, has uh, a couple of the Friends stars. And Martin Short, who just would not shut up. Yep, that sounds like Martin Short. But yeah, overall, uh, I'm enjoying it. There's a board game version that I think would be less good because there are no stars around. I mean, you know, you just have to like know your own stars. Just go network, uh, you know, meet famous people. I don't know how. I, I have met some famous people. I met Michael Rooker. Oh, you mean uh, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy? And Merle from The Walking Dead. And, and um, you know, uh, Grant Grant from Slither. Was he in that? Oh, he was in that. Yeah, he played Grant Grant. Yeah, he was probably the coolest celebrity I've met. He was really cool. Anyway, that's a that's a story for another day. Yeah, buzzer is my happy hour, and not these chips. Okay, all right, I can dig it, man. That sounds cool. I'll look into this buzzer thing. What about you? Have you been happy about anything recently? <sighs> no. Oh wait, no. All right, on to Bumper Patrol. <clears throat> Actually, okay, I looked up. Okay, I looked up the uh, contestants on that episode of Hollywood Game Night that threw me off. It was, it was Kevin Smith, Justin Long, Allison Hannigan, Tony Hale, and Helen Hunt. Oh. Helen Hunt. That's the <laughs> one that threw me off. Hey, wait, Allison Hannigan was on an episode already. Well, you know they have they have people come back. I think Kevin Smith's been on like two or three. Oh yeah, he was in that first one. Okay. Anyway, uh, happy hour. Okay. You know, okay, my favorite thing. I came to the realization uh, yesterday, in fact, <clears throat> listening to the radio on my way home from work. I turn it on to the classic rock and roll station, as I do, because it's hard for me to care about any music made after, let's say, uh, 1999. Hamilton. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't say it's impossible. I said it's difficult. Okay. But yeah, okay. Hamilton's great. Well, to be fair, Hamilton is set in the 1700s. That's true. And also, uh, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda draws a lot of experience of... Uh, from the music of his youth, like some like East Coast 90s rap, which I'm really into, and that's, you know, a heavy influence there. Anyway, um, I turn on the classic rock station, and it's Patience by Guns N' Roses. And I'm thinking, man, you know what I love? The opening whistling section of the song. In fact, any song that has an extended part that's just whistling, I'm, I'm into it. I dig it. So it's that. It's uh, <laughs> Pumped Up Kicks. It's the uh, song from La La Land, City of Stars. Anything that has heavy whistling in it, I dig it. That song from Kill Bill? Uh, yep, the song from Kill Bill. That's a good one. Because I I suspect it's because I don't have a very good uh, singing voice, but I can certainly whistle, so I will whistle along to the whistling parts. Like, yeah, that's uh, roughly what that sounds like. What, what about whistling along to the singing parts? Oh, you know, I mean, I'm not a DJ, Ben. I'm not trying to go out there and remix the works of other people, but... Uh... You should. I, you know, do some it's jazz whistling. Some some jazzy whistling? Yeah. That's why they call me the jazzy whistler. The most important part of jazz whistling is the notes you don't whistle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I am an expert in jazz whistling. <laughs> in jazz whistling. Oh, it's very... It's new. I, I, I could do a whole extended thing about the importance of... Like a character do, was talking about the importance of jazz, which is a big part of La La Land, which usually I hate, but, uh, you know, it's fine. Whatever, it's fine. I, I continue. We're on, like, week five of me struggling to figure out why I like that movie so much. <laughs> well, just watch it again, and maybe it'll click. Yeah, 
okay, I probably actually probably will watch it a third time in theaters because watch I it just... after having drank a, an entire energy drink. See if that helps. You know, I mean, it couldn't hurt. That's a different kind of experience. I think I'll do it, and I will document, uh, you know, what happens, and I'll report back to you. You get arrested. You can't document the movie. Yeah, no, no. I'm gonna uh, bring in my big uh, camcorder. I'm just gonna sit it in the seat next to me, and uh, just record the whole thing. Oh, Brian, they're they're gonna find this. The MPAA the, is that who does that, or the FBI? The what? Uh, what is it? Nope. I, I'm just like going through different. Uh, uh, I'm like, is it the the NAACP? No. Is it the CIA? No. The EPA? Uh, no. The WTF? It's um, the FDA? No. Yeah, I actually don't know what piracy. What was that? Was that fall under? That's uh, oh man, the LOL. The Navy? Yeah, the, L- yeah, the LOL. Yeah, that's it. The LOL is gonna come after for you. <laughs> They're gonna they get you. They did it for the laws. Uh, breaking, breaking the laws. There you go. Breaking the laws. Anyway, Another episode any title. You, <laughs> yeah, we should have like like three subtitles this episode. Like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Do you have any favorite whistling songs you'd like to share with me, Ben? Uh, that one I mentioned from Kill Bill. Yeah, sure, Twisted Nerve from Kill Bill. That. Uh, my coworker at work actually played me a song one time. I said, oh, that's a song from Kill Bill. She said, no, that whistling is from this song. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that song that was in Kill Bill, which came out before this song, which is modern. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Kill Bill definitely wasn't the, port of, the point of origin for that. Uh, that's uh, yeah, it's from before that, too. Yeah, yeah, it was from an, like it was from some kind of like old uh, uh, esoteric like British horror film from the 70s or something. That's why Tarantino like pulled it into his thing, because. If we're talking about people like taking and remixing things from popular culture, that's him all over. Oh yeah, that is definitely true. It was just weird having the conversation of like, no, this is definitely from this modern day song. Like, no, I know I've heard this <laughs> before. Oh, you know, I know, I know the song you're talking about. I've definitely. Heard, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a little bit of Kill Bill in there, like that. Uh... Isn't the song called something like Kill Bill? But some yeah, kind of weed reference or something maybe called like Trill Bill, Thrill Bill. I don't know, Ill Bill. Ill Bill. Yeah, it's my, it's my buddy Ill Bill. He's uh, he's going through a hard time. He'll, he's gonna come back though. Oh, good. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's weird. It's like that. Um. What what song was it recently that heavily sampled the Munsters theme song? Oh yeah. It, oh, that kind of made me mad. That was uh, was that was that like a Fallout Boy? Either that or Maroon or Green. One of those. Was, one of those bands that kind of. Like like kind of like blend together in my mind. Uh, uh, something about like dancing like Uma Thurman, which was like a Pulp Fiction reference, I guess. Oh yeah, I'm sure she's danced in other contexts. I mean, sure. I mean, that's not the only time she has danced. But when you say dance like Uma Thurman, what you know, what image comes to your mind? Fallout Boy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I just found it. Okay, well, uh, so that concludes our new segment. Old men talk about. Uh, well, it's not even new music. I'm like, old men talk about new music. I think that song came out like years ago at this point. So it's 2015. I so I guess technically years ago. <sighs> yep. <laughs> but I don't even. I, I don't even try to keep up with modern music. Don't care. Not even a little bit. I found out on a website called WhoSampled.com. Oh, there you go. It's pretty that, cool. That seems useful. Well, is, is that it for happy hour? So you like jazz whistling? 
And I like yep. some game shows without E's. Game shows without vowels and jazz whistling. That's our happy hour. It should so be Jopper. Time, to... <laughs> time to move forward to... Oh, man! Welcome to Bummer for Shrew, part where we talk about what's making us feel a little, little bit down. Ben, uh, why so blue? Will of Fortun. <laughs> I'm trying to get more game shows without ease. <laughs> when Ben Stins Moni. <laughs> ben Stins Moni. Okay, yeah, but Bummer Patrol though. Uh not those chips. They I mean I guess they kinda bummed me out a little bit because they were, they disappointed me from the potential of what potential of what they could be. So uh, your bummer patrol is wasted potential. That's always my bummer patrol though. Oh, I wonder if we You're... could podcast without using any E's. It'd be hard. My name's Ben. That's true. You would just be B N. I'd just call me B. What's not, up, B? Not like Bumble, but just the letter. Yeah, yeah, like B Arthur. That has an E. Oh, right. Like, like Ba Arthur. <laughs> ba Arthur. The time when she was a sheep. <laughs> Let me look up what I have here. Uh, I have written down, what if fast food mascot was the food? I don't think that's Bumper Patrol. I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> but are, are you just like writing down thoughts you have in the middle of the night now? <laughs> I think so. I think I wrote down things like, oh, that's an interesting idea. I think I'll bring it up on the podcast. So... Is is the fast food thing? Is the idea you're trying to get across like, what if you went to McDonald's and ordered a cheeseburger and it was like a sentient Mary McCheese hamburger? Is that what you're saying? No, I think it's more the other way. Like, what if McDonald's only served clown? Oh, ooh. yeah. I mean, I bet that would probably taste a little funny. Because some places have like their mascot is a food you eat there, but some are weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like the aforementioned Mary McCheese. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not the main one, though. He just lives there. There's also Grimace. Who knows what that is? A purple McNugget? Yeah, yeah. A McNugget that kind of fell under your car seat like six months ago, and then you find it. Like, oh, gross. No, but I think it all stemmed from we went by Chick-fil-A, and I kept saying that they definitely serve beef because why else would their mascots be cows? But then I thought, why would a mascot – I mean, I know it's not, but why would a mascot of any place be saying, please eat me? Like Charlie the Tuna. I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, like, essentially what you have there is, like, an animal selling out their own kind, right? It's like, ah, yes, yes, fine. You can, uh, you know. Eat all my friends. Eat my, my friends and family. Yeah, that's, I'll, that's I'll, terrifying. I'll cash, I'll cash this paycheck for being the face of this uh, this company. Uh, I guess my actual bum patrol will be, uh, I watched, I've been watching several movies recently on Netflix. And other streaming services. Mm-hmm. I watched a, f- a couple Coen Brothers movies. One I thought nice. was okay. One I thought was really weird. Cool. And then uh, I watched Glen Gary, Glenn Ross. Which oh, isn't what God. I expected it to be, but I liked it. It's like a play, right? Yeah. Like shot on film. Yeah. Uh, I found out. I got the, st- the intro credits. It's like, oh, play by or adapted from the play by. And then as I watched I'm like, yeah, this this feels like it's a play I'm just watching a movie of. So, oh, man. Okay, okay. Glengarry Glenn Ross, since it came up, can I tell you about one of my favorite things? Yes. I was I was at work and I was working late, so I was buying a cup of coffee to, you know, just get me get me through, get me through the night. And the cashier says, like, Oh, you didn't uh, you know, 
Where, where's my coffee? And I looked him right in the eye and said, coffee's for closers. And then he didn't get it. This 19-year-old kid didn't get my sick Glengarry Glen Ross. Uh, <laughs> Why <reference>. would he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say anything else afterwards? Like, oh, that's a reference to this movie you haven't seen? Or just, just left? No, I walked off. Ugh, I enjoyed it. I did it for me. Well, f- I watched that, and that was uh, I. I enjoyed that one. There are a lot of people in it I didn't know were in it, and Alec Baldwin's in like one scene, and that's the most famous part of the movie. Is the part he's in. But then I I took a gamble. I thought surely I'm gonna like this movie. I always hear about it. It sounds like something I should like. So I watched Caddyshack. And I did not really like it. Not a not a Caddyshack fan, man. I have never seen Caddyshack because I think I thought it looks uh, boring. Yeah, it 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 was. I thought it was going to be more like uh, airplane, but on a golf course. Like rapid fire, every a joke every five seconds, just like yeah, joke, like, joke, joke. Yeah, constant jokes. Austin Powers was like that too. We watched that the first one last night. That's just like constant jokes. But this was like there was sort of a storyline, but it didn't really matter. And I think that there were a lot of jokes, but maybe I just didn't find them funny or I'm not the target audience. I don't know if that's like <laughs> dads from the 80s is the target audience who like golf. Uh, I th- I'm not sure. I think Rodney Dangerfield was playing himself. They didn't explain <laughs> okay. who he was. He was just dressed in like colorful things. He was being annoying and making just he was making constant jokes. A lot of them were mean, but he was doing it just constantly and like driving a boat into this other dude's boat. And he was like, whoa. <laughs> did, did he constantly talk about how he gets no respect? He did once. He did do that once. I did like that part. Uh, Bill Murray's part, I didn't find funny really, which is weird because I like him in most of the stuff I've seen him in. But I didn't find him funny. The one thing I liked the most was the gopher dancing. Oh, that, yeah. That, that was the that best is... part of the movie. That is the big iconic uh, scene from that movie, so that I, makes sense. I guess I didn't think also that Caddyshack focused on the caddies. I don't know why I didn't think of that before, but it did, and they were the least interesting part of the movie. And there's this like cartoonishly angry judge who is really mean or something. But sometimes he had a right to because like the stuff that made him mad was like he bought a new boat, and then Rodney Dangerfield crashed his yacht into it and sunk it. And then he was mad, but you're supposed to be... I don't know. I felt like Rodney Dangerfield was the bad guy in that movie. And his last line, like the famous last line of that movie, doesn't even make sense in context. It's like it is cut, and then he said it randomly, and everyone thought it was hilarious, so they kept it in. But, yeah, it was disappointing. So Netflix unpick. Don't watch Caddyshack or write in and convince me why I should like it and what I missed tell, about it. Tell Ben why he's wrong. Well, like for example, I I mentioned I watched a couple Coen Brothers movies. I watched Burn After Reading. I thought it was pretty good, but like all Coen Brothers movies, random stuff happens and they don't really combine until act three of the movie. Mm, so yeah. for a while I'm like, what? why am I seeing that? What? Why? <laughs> what, why what does, does it all mean? Yeah, and then the ties together. I'm like, oh, okay, now I like it. Well, I watched Barton Fink. And as I watched it, I'm like, I don't, this is just different kind of weird. It felt like they were doing a Kafka kind of play, mm-hmm. but in a movie. And then <laughs> I read analysis of it online. I'm like, oh, okay. I appreciate this now. Mm, okay. You know, I like there, 
a few of their movies are like that. That's why I've been avoiding Miller's Crossing, even though I own it on Blu-ray, <laughs> because uh, I, I've I've like heard people talk about it. Like uh, John John Hodgman, uh, internet famous person John Hodgman, is one of his favorite movies. But he talked about how you watch it the first time and it doesn't really make sense. You can't really appreciate it. But then you go back and then you kind of revisit it and it all kind of clicks together in this way that didn't make sense before. And I was like, yeah, that sounds really cool. I don't have the time to commit to doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe how this kind of was because like a, just, a bunch of just things kept happening. Didn't know why any of it mattered or made sense. Uh, Martin Crane from Frasier is in it. Ooh, that was nice. Tony Shalhoub is in it. What? Yeah, John Turturro, uh, the guy that played Fred Flintstone in the Flintstones movie. John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing that he's most known for. It's <laughs> the thing I first knew him from was Fred oh. Flintstone. And I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, John Goodman. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he was in it. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I, There were parts of it I liked. I, I was confused because it's labeled a black comedy. I don't think I laughed once. and I didn't realize there were jokes. Hmm. Oh, I kind of, you know what? I'm excited to watch this now. I haven't seen Barton Fink. <laughs> it's on Netflix, it's a, so you is that can. The one that's about like a, is that the one that's about like a Hollywood screenwriter? Yeah, like, there's a guy who like wrote a play in New York, and then Hollywood loved his play and hired him, and he doesn't know how to write uh, a wrestling picture because he's too busy being a hipster and only writing deep things. Oh. oh. And he has writer's block, and then his, he makes a friend in Fred Flintstone. So it sounds not in. It, does, it sounds like not unlike the movie adaptation. If you've seen that, uh, I have no. Oh wait, a movie called Adaptation. Yeah, there's a movie called oh, Adaptation. I, I thought you were saying that Barton Fink is a Fink is a play, and I watched the movie adaptation of it. Oh no, no, but there's I'm a sorry, movie adaptation no. of Barton Fink the movie. Yeah, the, there, there's uh, no. Uh, there's a movie called Adaptation starring Nicolas Cage as oh, no. a screenwriter that gets uh, hired to do the movie adaptation of a book called The The, the Orchid Thief. And it's, yeah, it's great. I recommend the movie Adaptation. Also, he plays his own twin, so. Okay, I want to watch it now. Is that on anything streaming, or do I have to, like, buy it somewhere? I own it on Voodoo. Do you have access to my Voodoo movies, Ben? Yes, I do, so I probably can do that then. Yep. But, yeah, uh, yeah, Barton, this isn't really Bum Bum Patrol. This is just also stuck in there. Yeah, Barton Fink was, I don't know. It felt like the kind of books I was supposed to read in AP English, but didn't. And that's how mm. I felt as I watched it. Like, I okay. felt like there was a deeper meaning to everything, but I didn't know what any of it was. And then I read online, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I can see why that thing happening is supposed to symbolize this for some reason. Oh, that yeah, that sounds like my experience watching the movie The Master, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman, where the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, I feel like they're really saying something important but it's way over my head i don't get what's happening at all i was never good at that i can catch it lightly now like in other stuff i'm like oh yeah that coming storm symbolizes trouble because it obviously does oh obviously i mean yeah sure i can do like Mad Men level of uh <laughs> of interpretation <laughs> where it's like oh yeah uh, close the the, the doors because that we don't want that that smog coming in here and like yeah okay the smog represents your ex-wife sure yeah great Mad Men. And then it's going to play a kind of like somber song and then fade to black. That's just yeah. Mad Men. <laughs> no, it has to be very heavy handed for me to get. I'm like, yes, I understand <laughs> this. 
No, I'm not. Here, here's my bummer patrol. Subtlety. Not a big fan of it. As it turns no. out. No. So, no. We we need it right out in the open. Just tell it. Say it. But yeah. So Caddyshack. Don't watch it. That's my bummer patrol. I, I will continue to not watch Caddyshack. Thank you, Ben. Good. But do watch Barton Fink and be confused. I'm. I will. I. When you. Anytime I hear Barton Fink, it just reminds me of a of a really great Simpsons joke where Milhouse is bragging about going to see an R-rated movie. And it's Barton Fink. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't remember why that one would be rated R. Maybe there's some cursing in it that I don't remember. Nah, probably. There might be an F-bomb or two in there. I don't know. I, I prefer the Coen Brothers movies that have some storylines in it. Eventually. Then uh, you should check out uh, No Country for Old Men. I have started it, and then I was busy. Is that the one starring Gary Oldman? Is he uh, the yeah. old man? Yeah, no... Yeah, it's about how there's no how there he's um, uh, <laughs> it's a terminal, but with Gary Oldman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> no country he's, for Oldman. He's trapped in an airport. No country will let him in. So it's new. He's, no country for old man. Or man, old, man without a country. Now we have three uh, title. Here, here we go. Uh, Barton Fink is rated R for language and some scenes of violence. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It's also weird. It's weird. They do, um, they kind of, the Coen brothers will occasionally have R-rated movies that are rated R for things that don't quite make sense. Like, uh, one of my favorite underrated Coen brothers movies is The Man Who uh, Knew Too Little. I've heard of it. Oh, no, no, not The Man Who Knew Too Little. I'm, I'm thinking about a Bill Murray movie, I think. The Man Who Wasn't There. That's the Coen brothers. I've heard movie. of that one, too. And it's rated R for a scene of violence. One scene of violence. A scene? Yeah, there is one part of that movie where it's like, and this is why it's rated R? And that was and was it violent enough to, you, like, yeah, there was. I mean, there was blood. It it was justified. Okay, that's a good show. It's like my my favorite show. I think Justified's one of my like my second favorite shows. It goes like Lost, Justified, Better Call Saul. That, that's a Mad good Men? list. I don't know. This is I shouldn't do this. No, you should do your Bumper Patrol. Oh, okay, all right. If you say so, my Bumper Patrol is. Uh, hey Ben, do you remember what my bumper patrol is? Uh, I didn't write yours down. <laughs> what? Oh, that's that's my bumper patrol. The fact that it didn't get written down. Oh, that's a good bumper patrol. Yeah. Um, you know, I broke my phone recently. That was a bumper patrol. Yeah, how many? I I had a I had an iPhone four for like three or four years and never had a problem with it. Dropped it all the time. The thing was a tank. It took a beating and kept going. But then I upgraded to this iPhone 6, and I have broken the screen on it twice. Jeez, you need to get, like, a little tether for it. I should, like a little, uh, like the little Wii remote strap that goes around your wrist. Yeah, that's a better comparison. I was going to say, like, the glasses chain that some people have. I almost, instead of wrist, I almost said your your arm ankle? Your arm ankle? <laughs> arm ankle. Or maybe put it in a lanyard, like in a protective casing around your neck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yep, that's, I like that too. <laughs> Grab it whenever you need it. It's always there. Uh, but yeah, no. It, uh, have you broken a phone screen before, Ben? It's not fun. Uh, my 5C, uh, I was going to trade it in. We were waiting for the new ones to come in so I could send mine off, and I dropped it like two days before they came in, so I didn't get the full price. Oh, no. It's like rain on your wedding day. Uh, I know. Or a taxi when it's raining. Was it, was it a taxi one? Um, a spoon when remember. you need a fork? 
<laughs> I don't is, is that one I don't remember any of it other than <laughs> rain on your wedding day. I feel like it's one with the taxi and I feel like I saw the in the show or the show in the, the video. video she's in a taxi at some point. Uh, oh, 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 how about the one there there's one about like a man winning the lottery and then dying the next day. That one's just sad. No, Ben, it's ironic. Isn't it ironic? He's going to have a really good funeral though. Oh, like the best funeral. They're going to just like just, like shoot his casket up into space. Oh, like in that Star Trek movie. Yep, just like in the Star Trek movie where they, uh, you know, have Spock's funeral. Spoiler alert! Oh, is that when that one happened? I could, all I know is that it happened in an episode of Futurama, and I thought uh, yeah. they were referencing that. <laughs> yeah, they're probably referencing the end of Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, where uh, Spock has died and they shoot his uh, his body out in space. Sorry for anyone who was going to watch that but hasn't yet. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, no, if I feel so bad. I feel like though. the statute of limitations has passed. So if your phone okay. broke. Yep. Yeah, and uh, it cost me like 140 bucks to fix it both times, so 280 bucks. It's not not fun. No. So I don't recommend breaking your phone if that's you know something somebody's thinking about. Like, oh, should I break my phone? Uh, don't. That's my recommendation. Don't do it. My anxiety caused me to almost never drop my phone because I am just tightly clutching it, out of terror. Except when I forget that it's in my lap and I get out of the car, and then it falls out of my lap and hits the ground. Oh, that's how I broke mine both times. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to me a couple times, and sometimes it just gets a cord trapped in the door instead. And and, and when it breaks, is my experience when it breaks, it's like on the drops that don't seem so bad. We're like, oh, it's probably fine. Oh, no, it's shattered. Whoops. And then there are other times where clearly my phone shouldn't work anymore. Like, I was leaving for work one morning, walking out the front door, and there, you know, I have a porch that leads down about like 10 steps and I dropped it on the very first step and I just heard it in the dark go thud, 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 oh. thud, thud all the way down. Like, <laughs> ah. I picked it up and it's like, Oh, it's perfectly fine. No. Yeah. That's no big deal. We survived that. That is weird. I have had mine on the bathroom counter and uh, a cat got curious and pushed it onto the wood floor. Oh no. And it was okay. Cur the curiosity the cat's curiosity killed your phone uh, almost I, I think i was in the shower when i put it there and did not expect a cat to push it off and i couldn't get out right away because i would have gotten the phone wet also so i couldn't check on it i had to hurry up and try to finish the shower i mean i guess you didn't really have to hurry because you know it's not like it's going to get more or less broken i they might like keep scooting it around getting shattered glass everywhere hmm I guess so. Well, you um, you talked about Caddyshack earlier. Let me take the opportunity to kind of you know squeeze in my movie recommendation. I watched a similar kind of movie. I saw the Three Amigos for the first time, and I highly recommend it. Ben, have you seen Three Amigos? I saw your gift of the Three Amigos. It's uh, it's good. It's like the right kind of uh, really goofy, fun movie. A killer cast. Like uh, you know, you got your Chevy Chase, Martin Short, and Steve Martin, and just visually, it's very fun seeing those three guys next to each other because Chevy Chase is very tall. Steve Martin is like average human person height. And then Martin Short's very small. So visually it's uh, a striking to see them together. His name is accurate. Is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying that Chevy Chase's name should be Chevy tall. <laughs> Chevy tall. Maybe he's called that because he is now the sponsor of chase credit cards. Maybe, maybe. Or because he chases Could around be. Martin Short or Taylor Swift. <laughs> 
the uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen Three Amigos, I recommend it, especially as a uh, as a fan of the Ingenuity Show podcast. The best part is when you get to uh, the part that they get their theme song from, and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I I knew that it came from this movie, but I forgot until just now. Oh, is that is that on anything streaming, or is that something I'll have to buy? Uh, you would have to buy it, I think. I couldn't find it streaming. Oh, okay. that's sad. But it's uh, let me uh, let me let me pitch you a joke. Just to give you a tone of the movie. Uh, like the three amigos are riding through the desert. Uh, Steve Martin opens his canteen and like gets just like a few drops of water. They're clearly very thirsty. Martin Short opens his canteen and sand pours out. That's how little water he has. It's turned into sand somehow. <laughs> and then Chevy Chase opens his his canteen. He's just like chugging waters, pouring down his face. He's gargling it, spitting it out, and then he just like tosses it to the side. And then the rest pours out. He's like, okay, guys, let's go. Oh, it's a good joke. See, that's the kind I was looking for. Chevy Chase was also in Caddyshack and was not really doing anything funny. No one was doing anything funny. The stuff just kept happening and it wasn't funny. I I th- I would uh I would say Three Amigos is one of the funnier Chevy Chase's uh, Chevy Chase performances like right up there with Vacation and Fletch. I'll check that out then. Okay, so There's that Netflix includes pick. Uh, well, yeah. It's, what are we doing? Bumper Patrol, <laughs> Bumper Patrol, and Netflix picks. We rolled them all into one. So now we move forward to uh, no news. Is that no, new news? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, Ben. I've got two news stories here for you. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm the ready. Hit, one. hit me. Throw them at me in my face. Sock it to me. Um. Okay. That was my Richard Nixon. Um, <clears throat> okay, this story is from June 4th, 2009. This is a hot one, Ben. Hot off the presses. All right. Uh, judge tosses suit claiming Crunchberry depiction by Captain Crunch. What? <clears throat> Wait, they tossed uh, the case? They, they, uh, yeah, they tossed the suit. Oh, at least that sounds like a good result. Okay, so here we go. Captain Crunch is not a real person, and his cereal's Crunchberries are not a real fruit. What? A consumer who claimed to have been misled, well, right, just like you have, a consumer claimed to be misled, but only about the Crunchberry's nutritional message, and uh, they tried to sue, and the lawsuit got tossed out by a federal judge in California. But why? Wait, I'm. Mm-hmm. Why did mm-hmm. they Are, sue? <laughs> do you have a lot of questions? Okay, uh, so the the plaintiff, apparently their case was that they felt deceived by the cereal's marketing. Uh, showing Captain Crunch, quote, thrusting a spoonful of Crunch Berries at the prospective buyer. The message, she claimed, was that the cereal was not all sugar and starch, but also contained redeeming fruit, like Crunch Berries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they grow in the Crunch Berry I, oh, I'm, this is great. I, I wonder if maybe she has, like, uh, you know, multiple suits out there. Who is she also suing, like, fruit, uh, fruit roll-ups? It's like, I thought this was health food. I thought the fruit was rolled up. I thought it was like a banana, but just like mashed out flat and rolled up. Did she sue uh, the people that make Blackberry, the phone, thinking that it should contain real fruit? Uh, maybe. I you know I haven't seen that story, but I mean that kind of makes as much sense as this does. So why not? I might uh, do that suit right now. I mean, I guess it was thrown out, so I probably shouldn't. Yeah, you, I don't think you could do it again. Um, let's see. The judge. Let me let me find the judge's uh, statement. Uh, the court is not aware of, nor has the plaintiff uh, alleged the existence of any actual fruit referred to as a crunchberry. 
So far as the court has been made aware, there is no such fruit growing in the wild or occurring naturally in any part of the world. So, sorry to break your heart, Ben. No crunch berries. Oh. So it's just dismissed because, duh, it's not real. It's like, it's, yeah, it got dismissed because uh, stop wasting our time, pretty much. <laughs> that's the be- that's one of those no-nonsense judges like Judy or Wapner or Reinhold. Yep. All, all the great judges. <laughs> Judy, Wapner, Reinhold, Dredd. Edo. <laughs> that's a real one, at least. <clears throat> okay. So there's that. And then I also have a story that uh, a little more recent. This is from this month. So uh, the headline is Orlando police officer resigns. Oh, no. Oh, gotta, That's gotta not very up. interesting. Re- uh, resigns after mistaking donut glaze for meth. Oh, that is interesting. And it's like one of those uh, cops and donuts. Oh, you know, I didn't even make the cop and donut connection, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> really? I thought that's why you sent it to me in the first place. Before I read the headline, I saw like cop and donut. I'm like, oh, Brian. No, no, not my intention, but. You scamp, you're at it again. Yep. A, uh, an Orlando police officer who thought donut glaze was meth has been disciplined. Well, why? how did that con- confusion happen? Well, uh, the officer said that she was never trained to test narcotics before arresting uh dan rushing which was the uh gentleman on uh july 16th of 2016 on methamphetamine charges at the time rushing even insisted the substance was sugar i said that's icing for a Krispy Kreme donut and they went no that's drugs (laughs) so (laughs) why would why would you even transport meth on donuts how are you gonna get it back off the donuts you sell them I on think... it like people do, like pot brownies. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, no meth donuts, pot brownies. No, I think um, I think it was just the glaze. I think they just had some like loose donut glaze. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were already like pre-glazed donuts. Like these donuts are covered with meth. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I don't think that's what it was. Okay, okay. I, I, all right, I feel a little bit better, but still, that's dumb. Uh, according to a new report, uh, Riggs Hop- Hopkins was reprimanded after an investigation. Uh, bu- bu- yep. So I-, I mean, that's it. I don't know. A cop thought that donut glaze was uh, was meth. I'll, I've seen Breaking Bad, so I don't know if that's what donut glaze looks like or if that's what meth looks like. But no, meth is blue. I mean, you know, there is blue meth out there now because of Breaking Bad. So probably less pure. I bet they just put in blue food coloring. Yep. Anyway, so in conclusions, uh, crunch berries are not a real fruit, and uh, donut glaze is not meth. So, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Happy cast. Is that how we do that? Are we done now? It's over? Yep, that's it. End of the show. Oh, wait. No, I, oh, wait, I'm getting uh, our producer. Uh, our <laughs> producer's in my ear now telling me that uh, we actually have a piece of feedback. Are you sure that's not a lizard in your ear? Yep, I've got a lizard in my ear telling me that we have feedback. So, um, time for feedback. Sound. Oh. Mouth the mouth here. Mouth oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. If you have any feedback for the show, please send an email to happycastfeedback at gmail.com. And we'll read it live on the air. And it might sound something like this. Live. <clears throat> the New Today writes in to say, no subject. Oh. <clears throat> no subject. Okay. 
and uh, I'm reading I'm reading this cold to, for what it's worth. Ben would not let me read it before we actually record. I would not let you get a blanket. Whew. Yep. I'm very chilly. This uh this 80 degree February weather. Ugh. February. 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 I have, to, I have to remind myself that's how you say it. February. I hate February. I like February. February. It's also I uh, at, at some point we should talk about um pronouncing certain letters and certain words like how I, I asked you if the word government are you supposed to pronounce the end because i like to say government i i think you're supposed to most people say government or government government no government but i like government yeah the government but it's the governor it so why wouldn't it be the government exactly uh, uh, um, all right so the new today says yo ho ho bro amigos since you guys never did a trip-themed podcast, I decided to make my happy hour and bum pat based off that. My happy hour is tied between the really doofy music video we made on the road trip. BTW, uh, I am the best percussionist. Did we do that? Did we make a goofy music video? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, um, maybe Caitlin dreamed it? No. Oh, you know what? We did sing that Proclaimer song for a long time. Oh, oh was that what it was? Yeah, a lot of, uh, da-da-da. I feel like that was when we were stuck in a traffic jam. That sounds right. Let's go with that. So, uh, she says she's the best percussionist, and how every so often, when we were walking around the parks, we'd yell, ba-ba-ba. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. Ben, don't, don't you love it? Oh, I love it. Oh, it, it made me very happy. I love Sweet Caroline. Um, I, I feel like you're not being sincere, but the thing you're saying makes sense, so I'm going to believe you. No, Brian, I'm being very sincere. I mean, that is the gang's theme song, so if you were committed to the gang, you would have to at least kind of like the theme song. I don't know if I was in the gang. Well, what? You were one of the founding members of the gang. <laughs> there were. We also were the only members. Well, you know, we haven't... We we haven't initiated any new gang members yet, but you know we'll get around to it. We uh, you know we'll have them drive around with their headlights off until somebody you know tells you them to turn them on. Flash your lights. Until they flash their lights, and then you uh you you find the person that flashed their lights at you. You you, you chase them down, and then you give them a cassette tape with Sweet Caroline on it. Oh, I was, I was gonna say, and then you thank them for them letting you know. That your you, light was out. And then you thank them. Like, thank you, good Samaritan. <laughs> for, for telling me that there was a cop up ahead. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, anyway, so we'd walk around and yell, ba, ba, ba. And by we, uh, uh, she means more Brian and, and her. See? Like because, because Ben wouldn't do that foolishness, and Megan is the most normal. She is the okay, most normal. Well, fine. That's true. <laughs> No, yeah, no, definitely. I got that vibe when we're, the gang was out and about. I'm like, mm, yeah, she's definitely the normal one. But even like, no, like, but not. I mean, that sounds derogatory when I say it. like, oh, yes, a normal person. That's not. That's not. That's not how I meant. Just it your to be. tone, very... Brian. Like, oh yeah, a normie. <laughs> no, no, we, I, we're, we're the the odd ones. So sorry. Ba ba ba. Uh, let's see. And her bum pat is the Jurassic Park ride, which we did. We talk about yet on the show. Uh, we did. We did it last week, which is actually not yet been posted. That'll be posted this week. But okay. when you hear okay, this, so you won't know the difference. That's right. So she hasn't heard it yet. 
Uh, so her <laughs> her bumper patrol was Jurassic Park ride for real. That ride uh, made me think I was gone. I just kept thinking I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Oh my god! The videos I watched as pregame were lies. They made the drop seem so small and no big deal, but it was a very big deal. I <laughs> I felt myself go against the restraints and thought for sure I would plummet into a dino mouth. Uh, dino sour. Anyway, key the pappies, uh, Kirtland. See, that just so, confirms, if anyone did not believe my account of the situation that you heard last week, the New Today has not yet heard that. And this was just what she said. Uh, I, okay, okay, guys. That's, yeah, okay. Sure, it's all about uh, perspective. And I'm pretty sure I said last week that, like, Caitlin and Megan were just screaming after we were, like, you know, okay. That's yeah. why roller coasters are my bum patrol this week. And I and I just uh, laughed maniacally because I loved it. The video is funny. Or the live photo. Oh, the live photo. Right. That'll make its way to the blog at some point. Yeah. Or the Facebook group. Yeah. So check that right. out when that hits last week. <laughs> so great email. Great feedback. Thank you, The New Today. And uh, that that actually does it. The show's done with. I can't believe it, Ben. These shows are flying by. What happened to the four or five hour long podcast we used to do? Uh, well, that would keep happening, but we only did two really long happy and bummers, and then a very short no news. Mm. That's well, why so. it's not four hours right now. Okay. Because we're well, gonna be at about I'm an hour sure ten or so when this is done. It's a manageable length. You can listen to it in a short commute. That's right. You can listen to it anywhere. You can listen to it in a box with a fox, in the in air on a chair. With a mouse. In a house with a mouse. Yep. You can listen to it with the whole family. Gather the family, the kids, uh, grandma and grandpa, Uncle Jeff, everyone. Get them all around the radio and listen to yeah. Happy Cast. <laughs> because we... We're on the we we air on the radio now. Can we do that? Can there be like a podcast radio station? I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be like a radio show? Are you still yeah, podcast? But it would it would be I would have a pirate radio station and I would just play podcasts on it. And uh, a pirate's life for me. It would be yeah. It would be yeah. It would be pirate songs, podcast, and uh, Sweet Caroline every hour at the top of the hour. This all came back around to pirates. It always comes back around to pirates. Uh, just so, like that line and lost. Okay, we're done. Yep, <laughs> just like that line and lost. That concludes the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. So join us next time. And remember, until then, stay happy. happy.